0: They are the Chai Kids. Your host today is... Benji. Chai Kids. For kids.
1: By kids.
0: Good afternoon everybody and welcome to the Chai Kids Show on 101.9 Chai FM. Thank you for choosing the Chai Kids Show on Chai FM. My name is Benji and I'm 11 years old and I'll be hosting for you today. This is Chai Kids. For kids. For kids. By kids. Coming up on the Chai Kids show today, I'll be interviewing Isaac Mangen, a spokesperson at City Power. So stay tuned to 101.9 Chai FM to learn more about what he does and how fun it can be. Also on the show, I have a tongue twister to challenge your mouth, a guest song to challenge your musical knowledge, and at the end of the show, I have Montgomery Jones in the search for the lost world of fantasies stories a segment, which you can enjoy and really should not miss. So stay tuned to 101.9 High FM. Here are the details. If you have any questions for my guest, or if you want to say hi to your friends and family, the SMS number is 345 and is charged at run ran 50. You can send me a telegram on 061 895 1019 and please don't forget to sign your name. You can also call us on 010 140 3020. I repeat 010 140 3020. Get ready for a very interesting show on Kha Kids today. Hi kids. For kids by kids they are the chai kids your host today is benji oh this is chai kids for kids by kids my name is benjamin and i'm your host for today i would also like to send a shout out to chloe before we and uh, before we start the interview with isaac mangan spokesperson of city power I, would, I want to introduce the tongue twister for today and it is, if a dog choose shoes, whose shoes does he choose? I repeat, if a dog choose shoes, whose shoes does he choose? A bit later I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in ten seconds. So call me on O one O one forty thirty twenty to see if you can say it faster than me. Also, our guest the song for today is... Put donkey, y'all. Send me an SMS on 34519 or telegram 061 895 1019. If you know the answer, you could send a shout out to your friends and school. I have Isaac Mangena, spokesperson at City Power, with me in studio today. So if you have any questions for him, you can send them on 34519 or telegram to 061-895-1019. Wait, we've just got a message from Diana. Benji, you are a phenomenal kids show presenter. It's great to listen to you. Well done. Thanks. Thank you so much, Diana. Okay. Hi, Isaac. How are you?
1: I'm okay, Benji, how are you?
0: Thank you. Okay, so what is a basic definition of a spokesperson because some of our listeners probably don't know what it is?
1: Look, a spokesperson, I think you're doing it very well, um, being that spokesperson yourself. Oh, thank you. It's basically someone who represents an organisation and speaks on behalf of that organisation and uh, they would have basically... They should have a certain level of um, qualifications and even experience in terms of what they need to do. Um, in, in my case, um, I'm actually a trained um, and former journalist. Um, I did journalism from newspaper to radio to international media, Agence France Press, and then ENCA, you know i've i've kind of like did, did, i've done most of this um newspaper i mean media 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 work and so i guess it gave me an opportunity to kind of like tap into communication a little because you basically present. I do what I what you are doing currently, which is why I was saying you actually would do better, you know, than me. And you probably by that time there will be no load shedding, and with communication, <laughs> in Eskom there probably will still be load shedding. <laughs> We're working on that. By your time, there would be no load shedding. We are praying as well. Okay. Um, so we, we uh, then from there, obviously, I went into communication. My first one was basically with the the Human Rights Commission. Uh, the South African Human Rights Commission—it's a—it's a Chapter Nine institution in 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 the country. Um, it basically deals with the human rights, children's rights, women's rights—the you know all the rights that are contained in section in, in section two of the constitution of the country. So that's where I was. That's what I've—I was doing for about for 5 years
0: and besides getting into communication or a background in journalism yeah. what sort of other qualifications do you have to have to be a spokesperson
1: look funny enough i always thought maybe it's 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 just about you having confidence and just pushing those doors and doing it because i did not really study journalism i actually studied psychology i'm a, a psychologist i didn't practice though because um i think it was I was one of those victims of, um, you know, situations where most of young kids actually find themselves, where you are not given enough, you know, career guidance to say this is where you want to go or be listened to to say what is it that you want to do as Benji. Maybe you want to become uh, a radio presenter one day, but maybe your parents are like you're going to be a pilot and you don't want to be a pilot. You want to be a radio presenter, they're like, it's dangerous. That's what my mom used to tell me. And when I told her that I want to be a journalist, I want to write, I want to, you know, be out there, speak to people, go to travel the world, she was always saying um, it's a dangerous job. And um, I, I ended up doing what she basically wanted me to do. And I qualified. I, I hanged that certificate and went straight into the newsroom, and I was, I, was, I was lucky to be allowed to just to start writing, start speaking, and then that's how I basically managed to move away from that career thing. So what I'm trying to say also is that every kid has got their own dreams. Parents may also have something that they want to nudge you towards, uh, but it's always you ultimately who will decide whether you want to basically fly those planes or you want to become a soccer or soccer star or rugby player or even a singer. Um, you know. So I think that is very important even to parents who are listening that, you know, guide the kids, make sure that they do what they believe in themselves and I'm sure most of the people that are sitting in this room there have been many doubts from their parents many doubts from their older brothers and sisters to say why would you just want to become a DJ why would you want to become to become a radio presenter but that's where they are now and uh, they're enjoying it and they are living their lives
0: so you said um being a spokesperson you get to go out and meet people and talk to them and it's sort of the same, but not quite exactly, but sort of the same with a psychologist. If you had the choice, would you either um, become a part-time spokesperson, part-time psychologist, or full-time of each one?
1: Uh, that's a good question. Um, look, I think I would, I, would, I would still love to basically go back there. Um, I'm sure when I get to my pensioner age, I'm not saying psychologists are pensioners, but <laughs> I might basically <laughs> I might basically think of, okay, why don't I just you know fuse the two? Um, I can still talk to people like you are saying, but it's, in fact, funny enough every everywhere I've worked, every company that I've worked in, I've always had this thing of actually kind of like talking to people, helping them out, you know, guide them and do all those, this kind of things. And to an extent that most of those people that are actually requesting for my help, people that are from, are not even, they don't even know me. Some of of these things I write them on, on social media and people just inbox you and say, I've got a problem. Can you assist me with this? I mean, I remember there was a doctor in Devon the other time. I went to Devon for, I think we were working on the issue of foreign nationals and uh, during that time of xenophobia. and, And I was working there and then I came back, but I did check in to say, I'm in Devon, this is what we're doing and we're basically trying to help in terms of the human rights of the people locals but also even foreigners and then when I came back to Jobag, this doctor lady just inboxed me and just started telling me about her life her stories and all these problems that she's having in her marriage and all of that to some degree I think I managed to assist and she just thanked me I've never met her I've never seen her she saw me on TV um doing my work in, in in Devon and she just inboxed me and and she's not the only one. There are several of them that have actually done that and uh, I think that is something that I can do. Doing both of them might be difficult because now we we are running around with this load shading thing so imagine if I had my private space where I'm ex- basically doing, you know, practicing as a psychologist um, if it would work. Somebody was asking would you still go back into the newsroom um i i think i would like to somehow you know assist in training um, assist in setting up new platforms um so so I, i'll probably do that and still continue with my communication work i can still do communication part time i can still still do other 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 paths basically in pa- part time position but it's it's it will be difficult to basically try and do both Psycho- being a psychologist and being a communicator at the same time. You want me here, a patient will be waiting for me in the, 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 in the consulting room. It would so
0: be like even more late for the show.
1: I will. You would be sitting here playing music and doing the riddles and I was eventually worried that, yo, if I'm not there by this time, we may not have a show. And that's, I think that's another thing of the background that I have of radio and other journalistic, um, you know, you know uh, spaces that I've been to because I understand the pressures that you guys go through when the rundown is empty and somebody has actually stood you up I understand that it will be difficult to fill the 1 hour even 30 even 10 minutes rundown because sometimes <coughs> that's basically all the content that they have and that what they want basically to talk about and there's nothing else that they can put there. So I always try to push myself to ensure that I avail myself for interviews. If I'm not able to, I do, but I also feel bad if I'm not able to come through. But I always try to make sure that um, whenever I can, let me be there. And to me, it doesn't even matter whether it's a, it's a small online radio station, or a a small TV station in Soweto, or SABC or ENCA, to me, you are the same. I I actually drop ENCA and go to Alex FM, for example, or drop everyone else and come here. So, in fact, I dropped a a Chinese uh, TV because they told me this morning that they wanted me to basically... Come and do um, an interview. Um, In China. On no, no, they're here. They've got, they've got, they've got journalists here. So they wanted me to come and do something on cable theft, and I told them that I've already promised the high kids uh, that I'm coming into studio. So can I hook you up with someone at ESPN? You S-POM. made the
0: right choice.
1: I think I did. I wouldn't have met you.
0: <laughs> Thank you. So um, now, because um, at the beginning of the show you said. A spokesperson speaks on behalf of an organization such so as City Power, like you. If someone phones you about load shedding instead of City Power, do you say what you want to say and what you need to say, or do you have someone else from City Power telling you, okay, tell them this, tell them this? And if it's not the truth, would you still go on and say what you want to say, not what they want you to, to say?
1: <laughs> That's such a good question. <laughs> so you're basically asking me if I can spin or not. <laughs> exactly. All right. Now, look, I think, um, first of all, let me just disclaimer this, I I also get affected by load shading like you and everyone else. So when there is load shading, I also get affected by load shading. So I get angry as well that my TV just went off. Uh, It
0: sounds like a very irritating job.
1: I'm telling you. So I also get, you know, angry that I'm basically sitting in darkness. I remember the other time I was basically, um, uh, you know, updating my Facebook. And I said, oh, shit, load shading excuse my language uh, yes. load shading. And, and 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 people were flooding my timeline basically saying oh even yourself oh welcome to the to the to our dark world we thought you actually have that um switch and you're like, to, no, no i am also affected by this i'm
0: that. i'm still a regular person e-
1: exactly the other day i was doing an inter a tv interview tv debate actually with 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 with, with uh, energy expert and and other people i think it was on newsroom and the, the connection went down because we were just bloodshed at that time so it, it also affects me but unfortunately you with every work that you do you you become professional you know you you just have to wear that jacket and just be the professional as professional as you can be it's about respecting your craft it's about respecting the job that you're doing so so even when you actually are affected you are not gonna go out there and uh, try and basically show that you are actually angry i mean some people who might think that uh, you guys sitting behind these microphones you don't get angry because you have to save these people you have to laugh with people even when you are actually hurting or you are you know angry with, on with with something but you have to come with your professional you know you probably have been you know um rubbed the wrong way by the teacher at school but you arrive here you basically want to make sure that the product that you're going to give to your listeners is a perfect and good one, you know. So we also do the same things. So we've got those um, standards that we need to really adhere to. Um, and in terms of whether this is something I can... So basically you're saying if I don't have to say it or I should lie about it, <laughs> even though I know not, that it's... <laughs> not
0: exactly. Not exactly my words, but...
1: Not in so many words, but you are basically saying... <laughs> Look, I I believe, and most people actually think that we just deliberately come out and say, "Let's lie to these people." No, My hey, <laughs>
0: hey, Isaac, do you mind telling the people that we don't have load shedding when there's load shedding in like five minutes?
1: <laughs> I I don't. I wouldn't do that, obviously. You, you guys need to be to, to be fair. Um, I mean, even listeners out there, they really need to be fair to us at City Power. We are the victims as much as you are. We get this electricity from ESCOM. So ESCOM decides that we are not going to give you electricity half the time in a year. So it means we're also not going to be able to do that. And that's why we're trying to actually move away from ESCOM. And so
0: unfortunately, that, it, due to stereotypical thinking and what people think that Mm. these big, big, uh, high up there people in City Power or Eskom, oh, no, we've got a backup switch. No, we're normal people.
1: Yeah, no, we are. We are definitely. And but you can't blame the residents. You can't blame customers. Remember, now I'm now talking to you as a customer you pay for this electricity you expect this electricity to be there every time you want it because you pay for it but it's not there so i think it's also justified that you can actually extra- in fact i get a lot of calls from 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 your listeners when electricity goes down here where we are um angry others and understanding it's, and
0: it's also bad that's that bless you that's exactly the reason why i won't go up the lift here because i'm too scared what if there's load shedding and i get stuck and i miss my show
1: <laughs> i think we just jinxed our customers because load shedding is about to be implemented in 30 Oops. minutes in 30 minutes so oh, yeah, so but but look, on <laughs> but look, we we always try to make sure that when, when we 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 tell the truth, especially with electricity, it's difficult to even lie because somehow, somewhere, someone is actually working on the network, staying in Centringham and they know exactly what the problem is. And if you basically lie, it will be difficult. So I always say, let's tell the truth. I always tell the, 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 the depot managers to say, give me all the truth. Let me see how I can basically deliver it to the customers out there in the best possible, polite, and good way I can. You know, Because sometimes it's also another thing where you're working with these people that are too technical, um, that are actually engineers and technicians and so forth, and they give you that language the way they take it out of the textbook you just need to basically make sure that the customers out there uh, understand it I, I used to tell the, the guys when I was training um, at ENCA journalists to say you know when you actually tell people stories you really need to think of a situation where you're sitting with your grandmother and your grandmother asks you what happened today where did it happen who was involved how was was it resolved? You know, all those kind of small things. So your grandmother will be able to understand by the time you leave there. But if you're going to basically just say it, like talking to your friend or your classmate, then it will be that textbook that your grandmother won't even understand. So it's the same with service delivery. I'm talking about now as the spokesperson in the city of Johannesburg, because we provide services. People need to understand the, the services that they're getting and the problems with that service in the very, in a very, in a layman's language, so that it's 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 basically it's, it's able to be passed down to 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 the customers, and they can make informed decisions about it. Uh, otherwise, we will just have uh, a serious problem.
0: So um, now that you've said, um, SA has load shedding, and a lot of people never have electricity in this country. And you said, hopefully in the next couple of years, you're praying that we load shedding will be gone. If we still persist to have load shedding, what other options does South Africa have for electricity in mass amounts, such as renewable energy or solar power or, I don't know, another one that that isn't electricity that we use currently?
1: Yeah. Look, um, I think we, as I mentioned, we agree that half the time we don't have the electricity that we pay for. City Power pays about 10 billion rents, 10 billion with a B, to what? escort annually for that electricity. So we buy it. So half the time, if we don't have it, then it means we're not basically generating revenue we are not making money because we need to get it from escom and then sell it to the customers and, the, and then basically make money so when we don't have it it means we might close shop tomorrow if you talk from that businessman perspective um but also it's not sustainable for a a, 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 a a city that claims to be a world-class african city a world-class African city will basically ensure that there is electricity as and when you want it. It will also means that we need to attract investments into the city. But if you are to say to someone, "Come invest in and visit the city of Johannesburg uh, from four o'clock." This afternoon, that person will come and they'll find the city that is dark because of load shedding. So it's difficult to basically try to even grow the economy within the city of Johannesburg. So we held a an energy in um I think I was on the station talking about it with Howard in the morning, um, in Centen. I think it was around May. So that is where we basically saying city power and the city of Johannesburg is open for 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 business there are a lot of people out there who, in south africa and even externally in in israel in kenya in in nigeria in everywhere who have got solutions to our problem so what we were trying to do is to basically say, bring those solutions so that we are able to cushion our residents against load shedding and i think we basically managed to basically move a little around that those processes and we are going out on what we call a request for proposals, RFP. So, request for proposals is for us, is a legal requirement for us to advertise so that if Benji's got a solar company, you can actually come and say, City Power, I can provide solar service to your customers and I can basically be of assistance to you. So, what we're looking at there is basically we're looking at alternatives to electricity uh, because electricity let's be honest it's very expensive it's expensive for extremely expensive for all of us It, it could be someone who's working but you're also thinking of a country that is very much in a developmental mode where you basically have um poor people um, i mean so where to in Alexander, whoever who cannot afford electricity and especially coming out of uh, covid-19 uh, problems where most people were actually laid off where businesses had to close and and so forth so you actually need a solution beyond electricity where people can actually make their own choices so now we 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 were actually looking at um alternatives such as uh, solar that you mentioned we're looking at gas we are also looking at the uh, battery storage that is where you can basically save electricity and when escom is going to switch off now at 4 we can basically kick in uh, those batteries will basically provide electricity uh, but we also have this one called waste to energy so with waste to energy is basically where we are basically saying we don't want... We, there's a lot of waste that is generated f- across the city of Johannesburg that is collected by Pick It Up. Um, and we don't want to put well, waste to waste. So <laughs> we're basically going to use that to r- generate electricity. And we're already actually... I think 1%, I don't know if I can even say this now on air, uh, but 1% of electricity that we have is actually done from waste to energy plants. We already have two of them in 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 and there's another one in the north where we're basically doing this it it was it started as a Um,
0: on that note let's go to a song break we will be back very soon hi kids for kids by kids they are the high kids your host today is benji One jump ahead from Aladdin. This is Cha Kids 4Kids by Kids. My name is Benjamin and you are still listening to the Cha Kids Show on 101.9, Chaya FM. I have Isaac Mangana in studio with me. If you have any questions for him, you can send an SMS to 34519 or a telegram to 061 895 1019 or call 010 140 30 2-0. Reminder that our guest the song challenge for today is... Put donkey, y'all. Yo. Send your answer to our SMS line 34519 or telegram 061 895 1019. Now let's carry on with our questions. Okay, so... um. Can lightning be used for energy because it's such a huge concentration of energy in one bolt? Can. Can lightning be used for energy?
1: Yo, know, it will be difficult to use lightning for energy. <laughs>
0: can, you not, can you not sort of Capturing. use uh, not 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 like capture it in like a little box, but um. A, a lightning rod and channel it through the lightning rod into power outlets, or is that incredibly difficult? I,
1: I think it will be incredibly difficult. Um, mm. I'm just not clued up as to as to as to as to as to how that the lightning moves, and what kind of you know voltage and everything that it brings down to earth. But I just know that it's very destructive, and chances are it will be difficult to even capture it. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I think it will be. It's it's unlike your water where you know that you can just put a a, a cutter outside and then direct it to the energy know, coming you know, off the of the. So, but with with lightning, I doubt. I really doubt. I've I've never really even think, th- thought about it. And uh, even the engineers and everyone who was at, at the energy endeavor they really ne- never never spoken about that what we spoke about was basically um the likes of your wind um you know um energy that we can get from wind but the problem with that is that the city of Johannesburg is you know you can see it's not it will be difficult to basically deal um uh, we don't get enough wind um we also spoke about uh what, what is the other one I forgot. Skip my mind. But I think we've got about four options that are would really be readily available, and we're looking at ensuring that we we get that extra capacity, about 500 megawatts capacity that we need, to ensure that we can basically cushion the the residents from at least stage from stage two until stage probably three, even four if we push it. We are not going to wish Eskom away. It will be difficult to do that. <laughs> It will be very difficult to do that. But
0: thank you for load shedding.
1: Yeah, but you, look, okay.
0: the reason I'm saying okay. that is
1: because of the amount of years, the number of years that we will need to basically say we're we're doing away with ESCOM. Two, okay. Because most of the infrastructure that we need to 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 transmit most of the renewable or the energy that I'm talking about is still in in ESCOM's hands so somehow you will still need to oh, okay. to basically go back to ESCOM and say can I use this so that Please. we can come we, we can so now even yourself in your house you can basically do what we call w- wheeling. Um, willing um where yeah, so basically you generate extra capacity extra energy maybe oh. from maybe from your 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 solar panels or anything okay. and you can sell it back to the city And then they give you money so so you'll be using that infrastructure either city power as comes infrastructure i think uh, the likes of um, some huge retailers like macro they've got that and they're doing that so they've got this roof panels of 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 solar 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 panels there right? and uh, so what they do is that they basically store most of that and they they some of them are already starting to basically sell it back especially in cape town they are doing that very well but you also have those that are doing other uh, um basically energy 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 stuff that they actually uh uh you know planning to basically bring it into our network so that we can okay. be able to 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 buy it from them and be able to sell it back to the customer so it's there's there's a lot of things that we are basically putting together mm-hmm. that's why i'm saying this request for proposals that we are putting out in the next few weeks will basically guide us as to as to basically what we need to do how much money do we need we are looking at about 26 billion rents to basically deal with that. Um, But that's something that we, we will really need to. But remember, ESCOM also is not static, is not sitting. It's not only waiting for it itself to die because of electricity is expensive or they're not able to, to have extra capacity, but they're also working on this kind of solutions as well. So they're busy working, they're busy doing these things. I think the minister came out also talking about um, g- gas and other renewable energy solutions that they are planning to do. So I think people are moving and eventually some soon we should have no problem of electricity because of there will be not so many people basically depending on ESCOM.
0: okay um, on that note let's take a another quick song break and after the song i'll count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds you can call now on 010 140 3020 hi kids for kids by kids They are the Chai Kids. Your host today is Benji. This has been Chai Kids, for kids, by kids. My name is Benji and I've been your host for today. Thank you to my guest Isaac Mangana for coming to my show, to my controller Vusi and my amazing producer Senna. It's been a good show and let's do it again tomorrow. Bye kids.